Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. We are here today. We're moving. We're grooving right into mini workouts. These are things that I I have started using a lot more with my clients. I think a lot more coaches have been using them. I think it's really something that's growing around the fitness industry. So we wanted to just dive in, talk about what a mini workout is, some of the pros, some of the cons, and how you might be able to apply that into your busy day. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. I think a lot of like pushback that I get from people about um, why they can't work out is that they don't have the time or the ability to. And um, it's always been one of those things that people say I don't have time, but I think, and I think you and I get it a lot too, because we are very open that our powerlifting workouts take, can take two hours. um, And that's just not needed or normal for someone just to work out, get a workout. And it's, we're very we're in a very specific niche of what we do. So it takes that time Um, in no way, shape or form does everybody need to work out for two hours. So that is one of the pros of the mini workout. It is time friendly. Yeah. I think a lot of coaches in this fitness space are now like, like they acknowledge two reasons as why people don't join a gym or join a fitness program and it's time and money. And I think lack of workouts, like everybody knows at this point, we just went through a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody knows they can work out at home. Like it, there, it is within their ability to do that. If you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. So when it comes to actually getting your workout in, time is the number one issue, and it's it's a realistic thing. This is a huge reason as to why I only compete once a year. Why you only compete once a year? Last January, February. I really had to put a lot of like business growth stuff on the back burner. It was all about maintaining the bare minimum, doing my client check-ins, coaching the sessions that I needed to run, taking care of the stuff that absolutely has to get done, but like creative work, programming for new programs, I should say, um, any like brainstorming, any challenges. Like we, we do birthday month every March. I had to have that planned out in December because I knew come January, February, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm training a lot. I'm super, super busy. This can't be something that's on my plate. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a big deal. And like, we know our workouts, there's a reason why Mondays, like I coach all the sessions and I do like two hours of client check-ins, but that's all I do on a Monday because our workouts are a little bit more intense. They take a little bit more time. Yeah. I mean, they can, they can, we get there at 1230 and we sometimes leave at 330, like, right. But we also know that that's just not normal and not everybody gets to have that. And we do, we do structure our life around knowing that Mondays can be long and Tuesdays and Thursdays are pretty short. So we cruise through it and we get it done and we have that extra time. Um, Along with, oh, go ahead. No, you can go. I was just going to say that 
it's not to say that you can't, if you don't have the time to dedicate two hours to a powerlifting workout, doesn't mean that you can't powerlift. Correct. Because again, piggybacking with this time-friendly pro here, I've split workouts in threes, sometimes in fours for powerlifting. Mm-hmm. There was, it was last summer. I think it was last summer. Sure, we'll go with it. Regardless, there was a summer where I was so busy between coaching softball, had to be two summers ago, coaching softball, running a gym. I remember at that point, like we were getting ready to move as well. And then the move was just crazy chaotic and selling our place and moving to our new place. I would warm up in the morning. I would do my squats and then I would go back to work and I would do my stuff. And then I would warm up again and I would do my deadlifts and then I would do more stuff for work. And then I would do my accessory work if it had time. Like I broke it all into chunks Mm -hmm. and it was like, it allowed me to get it in because I only had like little blurbs of time during my day to knock this out and the work was done. That's what mattered. Yeah. A lot of people think that, well, if you, I've heard this a lot, if you can't do the whole workout in one time, then it's meaningless, right? Because you're not, but it's not, you're getting the same amount of work in and you're breaking. I mean, there are studies that contradict that say mini workouts throughout the day are better than one long workout, right? You're, you're moving your body multiple times throughout the day and not just for an hour and a half and then sitting on your butt for the rest of the day. Right. Yeah. So there's pros and cons to everything. Um, but these mini workouts, they are time friendly. They are work friendly. Yeah. I think it's really something that is encouraging to people who maybe they're in a, in a permanent stay from home, work from home job. This is something that you can do throughout your day. Honestly, I have quite a few clients who are even back at the office, still finding ways to take these mini workouts in their workday. And I think it's super cool. I think it's changing the corporate space, encouraging that type of movement and that type of action. And I think, you know, we we can get down to more pros with this, but it breaks up your workday, gives you, it it improves your mood. it, It improves your focus. It takes you away from that screen. It improves your, your satisfaction with your company, your production, where you're at. You're going to have a lot happier employees if this is something that takes place. I think that's a big reason, you know, originally corporations started to put fitness centers in their, in their businesses. Hey, if we can keep our clients, our employees happy by not having to have them drive 30 minutes to go to the gym after work. Like it's a, it's a one-stop shop or they can just come to work, work out, shower, go to work. We're creating this environment where like health is a big thing. We're taking away them driving and wasting time in the car, whatever. That was step one. Now step two are these mini workouts where you work out for 10, 15, 20 minutes at a time. And now that's that next step. And I think we're, we're getting to that point where we're crossing that bridge of employees are excited to do this. Employers are encouraging this. And it's a, it's an exciting thing to come, I think. Yeah. And I, I think you really said it. There's a, I mean, I've heard of a lot of places that, especially after coming out of this pandemic and people are going back to work, it's, we learned that you can work from home. You can do a lot of things from home. So to entice people to come back to work, 
you know, let's give them the ability to work out. Like you said, instead of driving 30 minutes or do it on your lunch break really quick and be able to shower and go back to work. Or, um, you know, we also learned that taking care of your health and being healthy is very important when things like this happen. So let's make sure that we can keep our employees health, uh, healthy and happy if we're going to ask them to come back. Yeah. I know. Um, it, it's really like, it's something that I don't think people know the benefit of until it works. Right. Like when you, when you sit at a desk all day and I'm, I'm thinking of a couple clients in particular, like you sit at your desk and you're like, I got to work. I got to work. I got to work. I got to get all this stuff done. You're thinking about like that, that big long list that's either written out or in your head. And you don't necessarily think about all that could get done if you stepped away. I know this is something that I need to remind myself of when I'm super, super busy. Like yesterday I was, I got a lot of stuff done. I was almost to the point of like, okay, I did my things. What else should I be doing? And I started to like find things that I could be doing. And I started to get overwhelmed of all these, like, okay, here we're, we incorporated a new client software. We're using a new messaging system client contacts, like we have all these new things coming in our business. And I'm like, oh my God, I have all this to do for this. I started to get overwhelmed. I was like, you know what? Like you aren't supposed to be, you're not scheduled to be working on this stuff at this time. Anyway, take a 20 minute walk, took a 20 minute walk, came back, cranked out some stuff on it. Felt so much better at the end of the day because I, I took that mini, mini break, a 20 minute break in my day and the productivity got better. It's, but I like, until I did that, until I actually got up walked, came back, I didn't realize what was possible because it's not in my use. It's not normal. You know, you're like, I need to get this stuff done. And taking time away from that doesn't always like in your head, it doesn't link up. It doesn't, Hey, time away equals less time on this project or more time back. It's a hard math equation to get. You just need a little bit of a break. So you can like stop spinning in circles and like think about it from a different point of view. Yep, absolutely. Um, so we hear this all the time. Something is better than nothing. And this is like the perfect example. I think a lot of people tell us that, well, I don't have time for the workout. So then they do nothing. But 15 minutes is better than zero minutes. Those 15 minutes add up throughout the week. They add up throughout your progression. And at the end of the year, you're going to have all of these workouts in compared to nothing. And you will see results with those smaller workouts. Mm -hmm. I think there's a reason why the, the American recommendation is like 90 to 120 minutes per week. Yeah. It doesn't say three sessions of 45 minutes. Like, nope, that's not what it says. It says this, it lists this specifically to encourage people and to encourage people to do it, period, but to prevent this mindset that it has to be done in this specific way. I always like the example of if you forget to brush your teeth on Friday night, you don't wait until Monday morning or the next time you go to the dentist to brush your teeth. Right. Like, I like that you like clear your teeth there. Like, did I brush my teeth? Yeah. Just checking. But it's same as like, if you can't get a full workout in today, it doesn't mean that you abandon all fitness and movement and activity goals the rest of the day. Nope. 
take a walk, do what you can and get back to it tomorrow. Absolutely. I mean, there are, it kind of goes back to when you broke up your workouts, there was a huge time when you and I hadn't really started hanging out yet. And it was a sad, dark and lonely time. And, um, there, we were super busy at work and I couldn't get a two hour workout in. I had 45 minutes. So it was squats and deadlifts. It was the main lifts. It was warming up and getting those in because something was better than nothing, even if it wasn't all of the things that I needed to do. And then I would do, you know, like body weight stuff throughout the day to get some extra work in. But it's not like I was like, well, I'm just going to completely abandon my entire program. Like, I think that people need to stop thinking that way of if I can't get all of this done, then we just don't do it. Here, here's the reality is like <clears throat> there, there, there is a best way to work out. There's not a right way. There is a best way. The best way is you get seven hours of sleep. Stress levels are maintained. You're adequately fueled nutritionally. You work out in accordance with your circadian rhythms. You take the appropriate rest times. Like that, that's like top of the line. I mean, this is like high level elite athlete status. And even still, you hear all of them say like, sometimes it's just not perfect. Like they're paid to exercise and they still cannot do it sometimes. The next step down, like, yeah, you're, you're, every time you move down a little bit, you're sacrificing that. Like I look at it, every level you are removed from being a, a, an elite level athlete who their job is to work out. You're, you're removing some of these variables, right? There are some that are non-negotiable, right? We encourage all of our clients. If you don't have six hours of sleep, don't come work out today. Like you're better getting more sleep than you are coming to work out. Um, it's yes. Like that ideal standard. Sure. If we, like, we all want to be like, like Serena Williams is huge right now because I mean, she's like the goat of all female athletes. Like Sure. We would all love to be a badass like Serena Williams. Amazing on the tennis court. Great mom. She is strong. She is fit. Like the woman is 40 years old and still hitting a tennis ball at 170 some miles an hour. Like, cool. We would love to be that. Right. But we recognize like that's not possible for us. Like we can't, we can't live her life. I am not genetically as gifted as she is. I don't know what you mean. I also don't get paid um, like she does to work out. I get zero dollars to work out. <laughs> Seriously, I pay to work out. I know. Uh, no, but like, so where I'm going with that is you're not going to have the ideal conditions for working out, right? You're going to, you have to work with what you got. And that's, that's the cold hard truth. Like, in powerlifting, it's always the joke of like training with kilo plates and training with pound plates. The reality, it doesn't matter. It's the same weight. Like a kilo bar and a pound bar, very minimally different. The, and granted, like, yes, the actual, like literal math adding up sometimes to kilos, like you're sometimes going to do 225 in pounds, but you're going to do 226 for kilos. Like ladies and gents, it's okay. But here's the thing. It really doesn't matter unless you're at a meet and it matters. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like ideal conditions. We would all be training on meat level equipment, 
we'd have spotters and loaders, like we'd, we'd have all these amazing conditions, but something is better than nothing. Some training, training on pound plates, wherever you are, whatever you need to do in your training program is better than not training at all, showing up on me day and be like, well, ready to go. Right. You have to get this out of your head that like, if I can't do all of it, I can't do any of it. Exactly. So we touched a little bit on this, but another pro is it improves your focus and your mood. We talked about that throughout the workday. You can take a break, refocus. It does improve your mood a lot. You get those endorphins flowing through you. As someone who works in an office and sits for her job, I get very tired and sleepy and you're in fake lighting it is so good to like get out and go for a 20 minute walk 10 minute walk throughout the day just to get that blood flowing get your mind working and then go out and get some sunlight like your mood does improve it does wake me up quite a bit um it also improves your digestion i mean there's research that shows that a 10 minute walk after your lunch break is improving your digestion. Absolutely. You help move the things along. Moving along. All right. Get to the, uh, there are some cons, believe it or not. Everything has a pro and a con. They're limited. Um, the cons are it limits your exercises and equipment. So there are some exercises that need extra time you need certain equipment um this is kind of for like the minimalist style workout Mm -hmm. i mean if you are at your office cubicle you cannot pull out a rack and do barbell back squats what you but maybe maybe you have a a backpack your work bag fill it with books you could do you could do goblet squats absolutely we backpack squats were a huge thing when we were closed out, but it, it does, it does limit your, the, the exercises you can do. Cause sometimes you're spatially limited. Sometimes your equipment limited. I also think of it like if you're a woman in a skirt or a dress at your workplace, you don't want to do hip thrusts or glute bridges. Mm. Like you, you want, you want to keep things covered up there. So correct. You got to be aware of your outfit as well. Yeah. Um, the warm up and the cool down stiffness, you know, as people who are in a sport where you do warm up significantly before you start working out, you know, that would have to get cut down. Um, Absolutely. But I mean, again, you're limiting your exercise, you're limiting your, right. you need less of a, of a warm up. Mm hmm. You know, I know some people, they don't love being, feeling stiff. So if you, you know, if you cranked out a hundred squats before you sat back down at your desk, the next time you get up, your legs are going to be a little stiff. That's okay. A little bit. But that's, again, trade-offs. But here's the thing. Over time, you're going to be doing those hundred squats and you won't be as stiff. Yep. And you're still getting that work in. Exactly. It's a trade-off. And if you ask me, I would rather be a little stiff and healthier than doing absolutely nothing and sitting on my butt all day. Yeah. I think it's something to take advantage of. Take a look at your days where you're really busy. Again, ideal circumstance. We all get our workouts in exactly when we want, how we want. But on those days that you can't take some of these mini workouts, do 
use our three by three training program. We, we love to like plug that till the cows come home. I mean, we have so many clients who that's, that's what they do. I mean, they still work out and they just make it a part of their day. So at least if poop hits a fan and they can't get to their workout in the afternoon, no problem. I still got some exercise in, you know, I overslept. Great. I still found a way to move my body throughout the day. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.